0: What's up, you guys? Welcome to the October 29th edition of the Roto-World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher. Get ready to go over a nine-game slate. There is an early game, so you may not play that game, so it may be more of an eight-game slate. But that's a tasty game uh, and this morning, this afternoon, depending on what time zone you're in. 9.30 out west. Uh, I'll be going to bed after this, and then waking up and watching it. Pretty much at tip. Uh, And, yeah, it should be cool. Uh, The Hawks at 76ers, and then we've got the eight late games, which we'll focus a little bit more on. But I do definitely want to hit that. But, man, we got some good ball. Again, what else is new on Friday? OKC, man. Westbrook, 50-point trip dubs. uh, Almost a 50 usage rate. We've got Anthony Davis just being unfair and a complete must-play again. like I don't know how anyone doesn't play Anthony Davis right now based on his preseason. We'll get to that. A couple blowouts. The Nets are on fire. One win in a row. Undefeated at home. Break up the Nets. A lot of cool stuff. Uh, Great game in Golden State. Uh, Again, Davis was a monster. And Harry B, baby. Harry frickin' B. (laughs) 31 points from him. A career high. And a lot of mid-range. I think he has like almost... 85% Eighty-five percent of his buckets, or something like that, are mid-range. So yeah, sustainability not quite there. Uh, great game in Toronto. Awesome stuff, man. So I uh, hope you guys check that out. Uh, hit up your league pass. There's they're pretty much almost all good games except for the the uh, Pistons game. Everything was kind of close. Well, let me see here. The um, yeah they besides that one game I mentioned, they were all single digits awesome man the NBA man how often do you see that in football every every other game it seems like the blowout for, for football um, but yeah we know the NBA is awesome so let's get down to this here we'll go over some injuries some quotes and, and things like that to get you ready talk about some values you guys know the drill I'm solo this time nobody else wants to podcast at one thirty west time 4.30 east time but hey I want to get this out before the game start for you guys so we've got Atlanta and Philadelphia a two hundred five over under Atlanta favored by seven. This is in Philly. So Brett Brown said he wants to play Jaleel Okafor and Joel Embiid in the process. I don't think so. It ain't gonna happen yet because Embiid still has a twenty minute cap and Okafor still has a fourteen minute cap. So you're looking at they're not gonna play. I mean, there's forty eight minutes to go around, obviously. So that basically says those two guys will play that, and then you'll see. Rashad Holmes getting there for the rest, the other uh, fourteen minutes there. So You look at that and look at prices and you see, okay, you know Embiid who has been hanging around a forty usage rate both in the preseason and in his opener. So you're like, okay, he's he's gonna he's only gonna play twenty minutes, and normally you'd be like, okay, I can't can't touch that kind of stuff. But if you're gonna have a 40 usage rate and he has a decent block rate, decent rebounding rate, he's not gonna get any assists. He's kind of in play. I wouldn't call him a must play, but at 4,800 with a 20 with 20 minutes, he could hit. Uh, there's another guy in that same neighborhood that I would play instead. But yeah, uh, if you want to go against the grain, this is the same thing we said on Wednesday. Um, when Joseph Nurkic was $100 more than Embiid, and we're like, play Nurk, he's way more worth it, and he was. So, um, same thing, play Nurk, he's going to be worth it. But anyways, uh, I'm not against playing Embiid. Can't play Okafor, obviously, it's just 14 minutes. So, uh, keep an eye on that. Dario Sarge got us down, not in a great shooting rhythm. He's going to have a tough time against Millsap. I really don't like the matchup for him. So, even though he's pretty cheap at $4,900, I still can't get on board with that. Uh, I do like Sergio Rodriguez, who was really impressive with a 12.9-dimer, but 5,100, again, comparison, you've got Tim Frazier sitting there at pretty much the same price. You kind of have to make that work. Uh, I'll get to Tim Frazier shortly. Uh, Robert Covington, I still think is a pretty good play. He's going to get a lot of shots. Uh, I think he's going to be really important to space out that Atlanta defense the way that they kind of Um, They're really good at switching So I think having spacing Is a kick out With the way Sergio runs a pick and roll With guys like Embiid And and even Dario too Uh, I think they'll use More Dario screens So uh, I think Covington After kind of a slow Preseason Hasn't really been Doing too much I think this could be A breakout game for him uh, In a good spot As far as You're going to Probably want to play A semi-cheap Small forward Next to one of your Bigger small forwards Whether it be Kawhi or Melo or LeBron. So uh, I'm on the Cove bandwagon for tonight. More so than in most days, nights, whatever time it is. Um, so yeah, definitely like Cove. Yeah, I, I'm pretty much all lukewarm on all the 76ers. Uh, as for the Hawks, man, Millsap's tough to pass up. We know he's going to have a killer matchup. Uh, I love that they're road favorites. And, I mean, they're favored pretty heavily at 7, but they're on the road, and I think Philly's going to play them tough. We saw Philly play OKC tough in the opener. So they're rested, uh, more so than the Hawks are. So I, I, I like that. The Hawks Hawks played on Thursday, and then the Sixers played on Wednesday. So the, the, this is a good game. This is a good game to target, um, especially if you go Millsap or even Schroeder, I think, is in play. Dwight Howard has a great match. I'd be still moderately priced after a, a heavy rebounding game. He looked like he was going to have a monster with the 15 boards. In the first half, first uh, Hawk to do that since Dikembe Mutombo uh, for 15 boards and a half. That was in the second half for Mutombo, by the way, um, with the longest name ever. I won't say the whole thing. But yeah, those guys are in play. Uh, Bazemore was quiet. I don't trust him, really. It's pretty much just down to those guys. Uh, I think Tim Hardaway Jr. is a solid twenty play. I wish he was... a. um, a, a little bit more consistent But I like him and It depends I mean, If you want to punt with Roger, or There's a lot of good punts out there So if you want to go heavy on point guard I think Hardaway is a good player to throw in there Again, if, if you're not playing this game, it doesn't matter But yeah, Hardaway is going to Apparently play some point guard minutes uh, He was just Creating a lot of buzz, had a down preseason But I, I like Hardaway quite a bit we will move on to i guess the main slate here uh, kicking off with the night games we've got Boston and Charlotte Charlotte 2-0 coming in off a of back to back with Miami Boston favored by 2 206 over under Roy Habert uh, had some had his knee drained uh, recently and then tapped out after 4 minutes i would be shocked you can't i mean if a guy is tapping out with knee soreness you can't play in the next game so Cody Zeller started the next the second half. We saw Spencer Hawes get a little bit more run. Uh, Frank Kaminsky could come back, and they, are, they did want him to play some five. So, yeah, no thanks. Uh, I mean, all these guys are... Uh, Hawes and Zeller are both center-eligible. There's just not enough value in that position. And then Kaminsky, I mean, you're not going to play a guy in his first game back, right? So... Even with Kaminsky priced at 3900 there's other guys I like at that price. So uh, pretty much Fadesville uh, on the Charlotte side. I really like Boston's defense. I think they're going to shut a lot of guys down. I'm not a fan of Nick Batum right now. I mean, I hated his preseason shot selection. Hasn't shown me anything in the first two games. I think he's in play, but I wouldn't play him in cash. Um yeah, I just don't see. And I don't like him in tournaments, to be honest. Uh, just not really enough upside for me. Um, I think he's going to get a lot of Avery Bradley, a lot of Jay Crowder. Those are not things you want to have against that guy. So um, can't get on board with him at all. Yeah, uh, Marvin, I think's okay. MKG, I I could kind of get on board, I guess at fifty six. But other guys I like still. So. Back to back, he had four blocks in a steal. Had a down offensive game after that big 23-14 start to his season. Going to be really inconsistent, but I mean, what's he going to do? He's going to have to. He's going to have to deal with either Jay or they may go. That they may work. They may go. Uh, Bradley on on Kemba. So again, Kemba's no go for me. I think that that that's what happens. And then they'll play Jay on Batum, and then Marvin, and kind of slide guys around. Uh, we'll, we'll see what they do, and they, they'll go small a lot too. So they've got plenty of flexibility with Horford and Amir, and yeah, it's it's not looking good for Charlotte. Uh, I, I really hate this matchup for them, so I'm not really playing anyone there. As for Boston, you guys know the deal. If, if you've listened to me at all, or pretty much writ, read anything I've written, you know I will play Terry here all day long with Marcus Smart out, and his price has not come up. It's still 3600. So he is a slam dunk punt for me, best punt out there. Uh, I like him a lot. It gives you a lot of flexibility. Another great semi-punt with Tim Frazier. I hate double punting point guard generally, but, man, the way that things set up for me here with this slate and a lot of guys having subpar matchups, uh, I think it makes a lot of sense to, to go cheap point guard, which, again, usually is kind of counterintuitive because the point guards could really rack them up. Uh, and then when your your bigs are dropping fifty point seventeen rebound games like Anthony Davis, those are nice too. Uh, other Boston guys, no one. Uh, other only yeah, the only other guy I like. Sorry, I've been up for a really long time. Is Avery Bradley? He's pretty cheap. Uh, I think he and Zach Levine is a very tough decision for DFS seminars. I am slightly leaning Levine, but it's more about the matchup and. The $200 cheaper, but uh, I definitely like Bradley, really in a good rhythm, I've talked about his on-ball stuff, off-ball, his defense is going to convert a lot of steals, all that good stuff, so uh, good spot for Bradley, rested against a team that will probably be pretty tired, but I do like Levine a little bit more, um, Jay Crowder, solid, uh, Isaiah Thomas not really feeling because there's other guys I like more, um, I think the Charlotte Hornets defense is pretty good too, so yeah, this seems one of the, the least attractive games of the bunch. Moving on to another game, which has a lot of question marks. That's Memphis at New York. New York favored by two, 198 over under. We've got Memphis on the front end of a back-to-back, which brought some interesting comments from Coach David Fizdale today, saying that both veterans Mike Conley and Mark Gasol are on minutes limits, which was kind of a head-scratcher. You saw that, and you're like, okay, Gasol obviously had the foot scare, foot surgery in the offseason, no-brainer. But Mike Conley, uh, injury-prone, didn't play too much in the opener. So you're like, all right, what's going on here? I get the sense that he's going to be kind of heavier in one than the other. But, man, I got to say, for him to say that like that to just open it up, I loved hearing that. Uh, I love the, the coaches that are very transparent. Dwayne Casey, every single day. I'm not telling you he's starting. I'm not telling you starting a Power Forward. Pop never does it. Stotts never does it. I mean, Stotts will deliberately put the wrong guys on the on the screen to throw people off. So for him, for Fisdale, assuming he's not BSing us, again, I may change my tune if this is, if Conley plays 45 minutes today. Um, but yeah, I like Fisdale, man. And again, I've talked about this before. He's really open and really honest. Like he said, he's going to play Ennis a lot. He said he's going to play... My boy J. Mike a lot. Didn't play too much in the opener. Had some foul trouble, but always forgiven against Carl Anthony Towns. J. Mike had a really nice stop on Mr. Cat as well. So, man, J. Mike, tonight's not the night to play him. But soon enough, you guys. He's still 5000 no price jump. People weren't on him. Maybe that price drops, man. If he's sitting at 45 that would be pretty sick. Okay, so let's get back on track here after talking about some stuff. Um, So, Wade Baldwin, man, first rookie maybe ever since at least 83-84 with a 5x3 in his debut, man. He just went crazy. Uh, I think he was first in fantasy points per dollar uh, in the opener, man. Just killer performance from him in the opener. But he's questionable. He had a little bit of knee soreness in the preseason. So, this is kind of a maintenance thing. I think he'll play. I think it's just, again, the openness. Love it. But you can't play him, so be careful there. Uh, Chandler Parsons also out. Tony Allen questionable. Get the sense that Allen's not going to play. They're in no rush to bring him along. They want him healthy. They don't want to have him sit him, play him, sit him, play him, all that. So get him healthy, get him out there. Um, Andrew Harrison surprised everyone and played 38 minutes, more than any other player, against the Wolves in the opener. I mean if what's what happens here if Baldwin's out and Conley's limited, how many is he gonna play forty eight <laughs> uh Harrison's not good like at all. I thought he was one of the worst players I've seen uh as far as guys who were in the rotation in summer league um didn't look good in the preseason, but man you're gonna play that many minutes and, and you're still minimum price at thirty five he has to be on your list uh, I for sure like Rozier more, but yeah, if you want to mix it up and play multiple lineups, go ahead and mix Rozier in with Harrison. Uh, I wish Harrison was shooting guard eligible, which he would, which is where he would start if Allen and Baldwin don't play. By the way, Baldwin played uh, a good amount of minutes next to Conley after barely playing next to him in the preseason. So uh, I think Baldwin, if he gets the all clear, is in play, uh, especially with the Conley restriction. Um, again, I would still take Rozier, just because that's, that's my boy. But um, uh, I wouldn't fault you for going Baldwin, who looks like a pretty good per-minute guy. And it's going to be against a guy who's turnover-prone, who likes to take chances. Yeah, it, it should be nice, man. It should be a good game for him. Uh, the Knicks, not much going on on that side. Um, as far as plays, I, I think their guys are underpriced on the whole. Uh, Carmelo, man, it's 7800 That's hard to pass up. So if you want to fade Kawhi because you're worried about a blowout, I think he is the next man in line for you. Uh, a really good spot for Melo. Yeah, it, it's pretty much if you want to fade Kawhi. Uh, I think Kawhi could still make his money in three quarters, but um, tournament play, I think his ownership would be pretty good. I think people are pretty savvy on that cheap price tag for Melo, uh, especially at home. Uh, things things are setting up nicely for him there. Uh, similar similarly by the same token, Chris Stapp's Porzingis only sixteen hundred, um, kind of a smaller usage rate. I don't really think he's done too much to really make you feel like you're eager to play him, which is good for tournaments. I'm not sure he's quite must play in cash. Like I would obviously rather play Millsap for the extra money, um, and I almost like Jabari more at at six hundred. I'm sorry, eight hundred dollars cheaper. Uh, you're not going to play Courtney Lee You're not going to play Joe Noah Because he Chances of getting hurt Minutes are going to be down you're, I think we Hopefully we see more of the KP mellow 4-5 I want to see that And it's a good spot man Especially if they're going to us all Against Zebo. I mean Chris Stapps Could hold his own Against Zebo And obviously Mello against Tremico Green Would be fine So hopefully they, they Use that lineup more often I really We need to see that lineup You guys um, which would help Justin Holliday by the way Who's not in play tonight But just kind of a down the line kind of a thing to keep an eye on Alright So I'm rambling uh, And we're already 17 minutes in this thing So we've got Orlando with Cleveland Both guys on a back to back Orlando got smashed on Cleveland took a road a road win In Toronto, big win in the north uh, They are favored by 11 207 over under If you listen to the pod last year I am always scared to play LeBron on a back-to-back, so even though it's still October, I'm a little scared, and let me tell you why. Uh, I thought LeBron didn't quite look very crisp on Friday, and every time a guy plays a lot of minutes in the front end of a back-to-back, I always scratch my head thinking, why are you doing that? Did they want to the win that badly or what? But he played 39 minutes. That's a lot of playing time for a guy at 31. I mean, I don't know, man. Um, I'm just scared to play LeBron, and I think his minutes are going to be down regardless. So be careful. Uh, I would definitely not play LeBron if you play the Philly slate. And, yeah, I mean, he has an early game, so... You should be okay there at the seven thirty start time, but just make sure he's okay. Like if you're gonna play LeBron, make sure you're there at lineup block. It's a good spot for him too. I think he could have a a big field day against Aaron Gordon and those guys. Uh, Gordon again is not; he's okay athletically, fantastic as far as athleticism, but yeah, he can't quite cover the things that LeBron does. But who can, anyways? So keep him in mind. I do like Kyrie. Uh, Kevin Love's on fire, and I'm surprisingly down on Love. He's had two really good games at the 23-pointer and an 18-10 on Friday. But I don't know, man. Uh, I just He doesn't really do it for me. He's 7,100. Uh, I, I'd rather go up for Millsap to fill it up more or go down and play Jabari. Uh, I just don't see Love... Kind of having a tougher time. He's going to have a lot of Ibaka on him. We've seen Ibaka shut him down before in the OKC days. So not a good spot for love for me. Uh, That's pretty much it. So pretty much Kyrie or bust. Um, Magic side. Man, Serge has not played well. Can't really touch him. Uh, I do kind of like Aaron Gordon at 56. Just because of the way my lineups put together. Um, If you're going to go Kawhi... That and you want to kind of save a little bit there at 56, you're leaving yourself some decent upside. He's getting good usage, he had no assists on Friday, which I didn't like to hear from Gordon. So, yeah, speed uh, I'm not all in on him either. I'm not really excited to play any small forward because Kawhi's is in a blowout. Um, yeah, small forward's a little tricky, as is shooting guard to a degree, but I, I think small forward's a tough one tonight. Um, Okay, so we could move on. Alfred Payton has played well, I should mention. But this is kind of a go down or go up kind of situation for me. Uh, you see Alfred Payton at 59, and then you see Tim Fraser at 53. And you're like, okay, I'm playing Tim Fraser. Tim Fraser is like the ultimate measuring stick, by the way. Um, so we'll move on, I suppose. We'll hit positions at the end, by the way. We've got... Indiana at Chicago, Indy on the back end of a back-to-back. Rodney Stuckey pulled his hammy pretty bad. I'd be shocked if he plays. Denzel Valentine was cleared, did not play in the opener. Aaron Brooks was out after he was cleared in the opener, so it sounds like he's just out of the rotation. They played C.J. Miles a lot at the two. We've seen C.J. Miles play two, three, and four, kind of the way that the Mavericks used Justin Anderson uh, just a guy who can cover a lot of positions. So he would benefit. You're not going to play him. There's enough cheap options out there. So, um, I mean, if you want to get super crazy, uh, I wouldn't be too shocked if Miles has a big game. But, yeah, you can't do it. Um, good spot for Miles Turner. Uh, again, a little too pricey. So I would, I mean, if, like, you're going to have to go up for Boogie or Towns or spend down for Nurk for me. Uh, I can't figure out a way to get Turner in my lineup. Uh, who was... I wouldn't call him disappointing, but this is what he's going to be. He's going to be a 13-11, multiple block kind of a guy, which is good. You're talking about 30, 30 fantasy points, uh, thirty five fantasy points, and he'll he'll be he'll be that all season. Um, he'll have some foul trouble and needs to stay healthy, but sixty nine hundred is a good price for him. You're going to play him in the favorable matchups and then not play him in the, the unfavorable ones. So good, decent for him. Paul George, we we we've seen some ups and downs. Went, went way too much mid-range for me on Friday. Uh, but yeah, not in play for me tonight. I'd rather have uh, a guy like Kawhi or even Melo. Melo's considerably cheaper and offers a similar upside for me, uh, if not higher. I think I think Melo's in a pretty good spot tonight. Uh, move on here, moving, moving slow. So we've got Brooklyn on the back end of a back-to-back going to Milwaukee, minus 7, 206 over under. Um, I forgot to mention that Indiana over-under, I think, minus 3 for Chicago. Uh 212 over-under is pretty good. But, yeah, I'm not really feeling that game. So, again, two hundred six over-under in Milwaukee. Um, Milwaukee is on the front end of a back-to-back. We'll see Randy Foy questionable. Tony Snell will make his debut and very likely start. This is good news for Giannis Etetokounmpo, who is going to get a low-usage player next to him they will have a low-usage Dova, Dova Jabari, not too high on usage. Obviously, Miles Plumlee, tiny usage. Monroe will still get started minutes. But, man, I mean, Giannis is head and shoulders above everyone else for me. So, I have Giannis locked in there. I think it's a great spot. And who's going to guard that guy? Um, and the Nets are actually playing well. Um, I think this game may be close. I think that the Nets can keep this within seven. Kenny Atkinson, as much as I hate his rotation right now, he's a smart guy. And they run a lot of beautiful sets. So I think this game could be close, and I think this is a decent game to go after, uh, especially with Giannis. I like Jabari as well at six. Uh, I think that's a nice little stack. Giannis, hopefully get Giannis to dime Jabari for like four or five dunks. And you're all set there. Um, but besides those two, can't really touch anyone else. Like I said, if you're going to play Deli, you might as well figure out how to get Tim Frazier in your lineup. Um, and then, yeah, I'm not really feeling Monroe. The Nets, the Nets are off off limits for me. Uh, really, besides Jeremy Lin, uh, who's decent at 6,200, but he'll have Deli on him a lot of grit. So, yeah, nothing really doing there. Um, yeah, I. I can't play the Nets, man. They're going to be too, especially Cash, they're going to be all matchup dependent. Friday, we saw Sean Patrick go off, and that caused Joe Harris, Boyan Uh ronde has been a disaster. So, yeah, you pretty much have to avoid all those guys, man. Um, surprisingly, probably Lynn and Trevor Booker are the two safest guys in that team, which is, which is funny. Uh, and then Justin Hamilton also has been pretty good, but Man, Justin Hamilton, he should be a mid-player, man. I don't like how he's 4800 man. Um, bench players shouldn't be that expensive, especially bench bigs, right? Um, so, yeah, again, uh, Giannis and Jabari, It's pretty much it for that game. New Orleans, back end of a back-to-back. San Antonio, front end of a back-to-back. San Antonio, big dogs, or excuse me, big favorites for the day at 13.5, 205 over-under. Danny Green still out. Man, Pop is at it again. He has his situational lineup set. We're going to see Dwayne Dedman against the good big men. So, hey, there's a good big man playing tonight with Anthony Davis. So that gives me the impression that we see a lot of Dedman again. You can't play him because Nurk's the same price pretty much. Um, but, yeah, Paul Gasol off limits for me. Um, Kawhi, I, th- I think that New Orleans is going to be okay. They're going to be able to ride the coattails of AD. And maybe make this close, close in like within ten. So this game isn't as scary as, as the over/under suggests for me. Um, yeah, uh, I think that the Pelicans really need a win, and I don't think they're going to play their guys light. So I mean, you look at Kawhi, eighty-four hundred, and he just needs what thirty minutes. Uh-huh. Oh, Boogie cousins compared him to Kobe. Said he's like really good, damn good, 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 uh, which is very accurate. Kawhi is ridiculous. Uh, so yeah, Kawhi is definitely the the top play if you have the cash. Uh, I even like him more than LeBron, who's fifteen hundred dollars more. Um, I love me some Kawhi, man. That guy is just incredible. Obviously, like a more than Paul George at ninety two. Um, I like him more than Jimmy Butler, 82. Like, I don't know why. Kawhi is a $10,000 player this year. Um, Just, FanDuel's been pretty good with the prices, but there's like four or five guys, Frazier, Kawhi, that just, they're not being priced properly. So yeah, get Kawhi in your lineup for me. Um, I'm not playing Simmons. I'm not playing Anderson. Uh, I think that they would go smaller. So if I wanted to go down that route, I'd probably play Simmons uh, obviously, you can't really trust Kyle Anderson with his microscopic usage rate. Um, and that's pretty much it. Not going to play LaMarcus. But uh, as for the Pelicans, locked and loaded. Give me I don't care about the bad matchup. I'm playing Tim Frazier at that price. He is, again, he's a $8,000 player, man. Um, play that guy. So uh, his price didn't come up at all after the big game on Friday. Vandal um, didn't adjust for the big game. So you're definitely playing Tim Frazier. And you're playing Anthony Davis. He is in... My made-up 40-40 club, 40 usage rate, 40 minutes, which obviously no player ever has done that because no player has ever hit 40 usage rate in a season. So, uh, yeah, you are playing. Bad matchups be damned. We saw what Boogie did. You're playing Anthony Davis. I don't care. Figure out how to get him in your lineup. Must play again for me. Uh, Moving on. So we got Portland at Denver. uh, Minus two for Denver at home. Uh, 211 over under, we've got Gary Harris, technically questionable, I highly doubt he plays, and Darrell Arthur is out with a knee injury, had the knee scope in September. So, Nurko Lurk, uh, gotta play him, Uh, he's probably number three on my must play list, Um, dirt cheap, $4,900, he should be a $7,000 player for me, I don't know why he's priced so cheap, but play him um that's pretty much it for denver i'm I'm running a little bit long-winded here and i'm to go to bed soon so i'm gonna zip through this um denver wise i that's pretty much it man i don't really feel anything else from this game here um portland wise i think dame's in play but like i said i like Rogier and i gotta play frazier So I'm kind of spinning down at point guard. I don't hate the idea of playing Dame. Uh, I think Dame has looked fantastic, and he's had a coach teach him how to score better at the basket. That's kind of been his Achilles heel is struggling around the rim. But, man, you watch Dame around the basket. He has these little up fakes, and it's just not going straight up with it anymore. And I love that. He had a really nice Euro in his last game on Thursday. So Dame looks good. Uh, CJ I like, but I'd rather spend down a little bit to go for uh, guys like Zach Levine or Bradley, like I said. I think that money is going to be valuable for you to get a little bit more value in the other positions. Um, so, yeah, this game uh, is... I would normally love to play these guys, but Nurk is really the only guy I want to target here. I don't really want to play Harkless. Evan Turner, who has not shot the ball well, is is not someone you could play. Mo Harkless is kind of in play, but... <clears throat> not enough for me to use them. Alright, last game we got Minnesota at Sacramento. Sacramento favored by one against the Wolves. What? Um, bet that. Um, but besides that, man, I said this on Friday, it is so hard to fade boogie. It really is. But for Nurk at literally half price, 4900 to 9800 That's tough, man. That's real tough. Uh... If Nurk wasn't there, I would play Boogie all day. But I think I just think Nurk is such a crazy value that you have to play Nurk. Um, I mean, if you're doing multiple lineups, I think I would definitely want to get one or two lineups with Boogie in there. But, yeah, Nurk's, Nurk's too good. Uh, besides that, I think Ty Lawson's in play, but I do like Frazier more again. So, if you want to fade, Frazier's going to be highly owned. So, if you're going to go tournament and you want to fade Frazier, I think that's a decent option. Personally, <laughs> I wouldn't do it. I trust fade, I trust Frazier with my dogs and all that. <laughs> so, yeah. Who is Tim Frazier? Uh, he should be solid. Um, besides that, uh, Towns, not totally feeling it. I am probably regret saying that because he could definitely go off. But the way my lineups are putting together, I'm not really getting anything there. Uh, I like Zach Levine a lot at 5,600. I think he can have a monster game. Um, So, yeah, he's definitely in play for me there. And, yeah, no Rubio. I said Ty Lawson again is kind of close. Um, I think Rudy Gay is someone to consider, but you're going to be kind of playing with fire uh, at 7,000. All right, so we are at the 32-minute mark, and I'm by myself, man. My throat hurts, <laughs> so let's get to the positions here. Um, and kind of, I'll just go over kind of my top five per position. And I got a lineup here that I'll talk about afterwards that I like the most. Uh, so as I said, I again, I normally hate punting point guard, I really do. But man, Frazier's too good, and I think Rozier's too good. So uh, I want some Z's uh, for some sleep, and uh, I want some Z's in the last name of my point guards. So give me Frazier and Rozier. Uh, I do like Kyrie. I do like Jeremy Lin. I do like Schroeder. Um, if we get things cleared up, I think that both Andrew Harrison and Wade Baldwin are in play for me. That's pretty much it. Like I said, Dame, who I love, who's on fire, who's probably a better cash than these guys. But yeah, you can't play. You can't. I don't know how. You, I don't know how you fade Frazier, man. Uh, he, he's 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 the real deal. Um, I pimped him all summer. What? Uh, so shooting guard I think Giannis is a must play With the way this slate shakes out Just so much better at the position There's a lot of value out there So um, I think Giannis is, is a guy I would go close to 100% on uh, I like Levine a lot In a great matchup um, He's going to get a lot of shots uh, I like what he's doing both on and off ball um, Tibbs is playing Not playing done at, at shooting guard Is pretty much just has Brandon Rush Behind him so there you go um, he trusts Levine more than I thought actually, um, which I was surprised. I was kind of down on Levine in like June, and then now he's kind of grown on me a little bit. Now I'm like a big Levine fan. Uh, Avery Bradley as well, five eight love. CJ six eight interesting. I think Fournier is kind of a decent bounce back. Uh, but yeah, I really I'm I'm kind of cool with going Giannis and Levine, all in, small forward. You're look you're either going mellow or kawaii. It depends on how risky you want to get. If you do want to get risky, I think Kawhi's your boy. Um Yeah, just you need the you need the Pelicans to play decent. I think they can. I think it's a decent matchup for him. Um Deadman does have foul issues, so if Deadman gets in foul trouble, maybe AD goes crazy and puts up a, a decent line and gets gets this game close. Uh, besides those two. Not too many. I think James Ennis is a decent punt at four one. Like I said, I like Aaron Gordon at five six. Not too many other bargains. I'm not. I'm kind of done with Rondé for now. Um, uh, other cheapies. Um, Jonathan Simmons. If you want to go down that route, I think Jalen Brown, who was successful for us on thir- on t- on Thursday, he uh, he was a worthwhile punt for you. Uh, I think he's in the mix. I don't like him nearly as much, obviously. But um, he's going to get minutes. He is definitely taking, I want to say, 10 minutes of the Marcus Smart spot. So, uh, solid. And he's decent, man. He's going to have a lot of defensive stats. uh, Solid rebounder. So, yeah, I think Jalen Brown's in the mix for a punt if you want to go super cheap to come down. I'd rather play Ennis, but if you need to drop that six hundo, then I'm cool going Jalen um, I mean, actually, Vince Carter is kind of in play if Baldwin's out. You're not going to play Andrew Harris in 48 minutes. So, Vince Carter, I could see hitting value at 3,900. Uh, Tony Snell is in play at 3,900. Starting, I'm not really feeling him. Uh, Glenn Robinson's kind of in play at 3,500. A lot of decent punts, man. So, going Kawhi and then kind of going cheap uh, seems to make sense. Or if you want to go Aaron Gordon. Uh, that's a play for me as well. Power forward, I'm playing Anthony Davis. No ifs, ands, or buts. Uh, I like Jabari. I like Millsap if you're playing the early game. Uh, I like J. Mike a little bit. That's kind of it for me there. Chris Stapps is okay if if you kind of have the extra cash to go up, but I think you'd be better spending it in other places. And then center, it's really a two-way street for me. Uh, it's just Boogie or Nurk. And I'm leading their here. So, let's get to my, I guess, favorite lineup. And you could probably get a good idea what it is. Uh, again, I'm going full punt with Rogier. I like Frazier at 53. He's just too good to pass up. Uh, I think Giannis is probably the number two must-play stud of the night. Uh, I do like Zach Levine in a good matchup against Sacramento. Uh, obviously love Kawhi. I'll take the chance on him all day. I do like Aaron Gordon just fifty six hundred. It seems like a solid play. Um, again, no dimes hurts, but he should be pretty decent. Probably more tournament. His his uh, ownership rate should be pretty low. Um, as for power forward, you're playing Anthony Davis. Period, uh, and I have him in there. I also like Jabari, and then Nurkic. So yeah, again, Rozier, Frazier, Giannis, Levine, Kawhi, Gordon, AD. Already uh, nerd. A little bit money to play with, but like those guys. So that will do it for this early morning edition of the Rotor World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Uh, yeah, I'm super tired, but hopefully you guys can make some cash. Go AD. Go Frazier Go Rozier. All about the Z's, which I'm about to get right now. So you guys enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the football. Go AJ Green. And we'll catch you on Monday.